Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Who they're really talking? I'm gonna say it every week. What what am I gonna say every week? You ask listeners. Something to do with Joseph Gordon Levitt when I hit the record button. Fucking say it again. Broken drum, more like broken record. Keeps making the same joke every week. (laughs) I do have long black hair too. Oh. Courtney, I did it again. I did the unhealthy thing again. I checked on the Beck subreddit to see if people talked about us anymore. Did they? <laughs> no, they haven't. Good. Which is like both a relief, but also I'm like I'm like Joaquin Phoenix when he's kind of like smiling in the chair, going like mm-hmm. it's like people aren't <laughs> talking about me. <laughs> it's okay. I go back through and every time I see, I'm like, oh, I this is right. I say I want to be famous, but then I don't like being perceived by Attention, people. So. No, I agree. <laughs> I like fully no longer want to like attention or to be recognized. I, I think, think I yeah. hopefully it's died out. Yeah. I think for me too, it's listeners. like, and I love you're all wonderful. Thank you. Um, I think it's like with my job too, like the life of a graphic designer is like just constant, not constantly not getting recognized. So like I'm I've slipped into that and I'm comfortable with it. I'm sure you feel the same way. That's just yeah, that's, advertising and marketing. It's my it's fucking like, problem. Yeah. You just don't get recognition. And I think I'm like comforted by it at this point. But like I've told y'all, like I've had to do a lot of like outreach stuff lately and I fucking hate it. And it just yeah. reminds me, like, yeah, I, I have my job for a reason because I don't like having to like deal with people and be seen by people yeah and then actually have to reach out to people is that's annoying we don't really have like a ton to talk about as far as like back news i feel like it's been pretty quiet i hope he's just hanging out chilling out um we don't even have a selfie this week we really not a lot that's okay though that's okay um so back what did we get this week we got whiskey can can from the extended version of one foot in the grave and we got dead melodies from mutations so all 90s all the time all chill all the time really for being (laughs) on that's right everyone all 90s all the time you're listening to the beck to beck podcast all you potheads (laughs) i really didn't sound like a radio dj there you you really did this this really is like a, a another like chill week though like it is I know both of these songs you know once again the algorithm hates and doesn't hate us because these two actually went well together and I think I'd heard Dead Melodies but I definitely don't think I'd heard of Whiskey Can Can because hey it's a song from One Foot in the Grave that I actually really really liked it is good like I um. I like this one a lot. I think I didn't, I heard it for the first time. Like when I, I did one complete uh, listen through of one foot in the grave, like when we started the podcast, because it was mm. one that I had just fully ignored. Like, I don't think I listened to any songs from one foot in the grave when I was in high school. Right. I don't know, but uh, I like this one. I think it's, it has cute vibes. I can't say the lyrics are necessarily cute. Come on now, bread and butter. Better mother, she's the guy who 
Um, is that not how Beck is usually? No, it's true. Cause like, that's how I was going to describe it. Like this song sounds like it's in like the soundtrack of like the Lindsay Lohan parent trap from like an alternate universe where Mm. like, you don't really have enough time to listen to the lyrics in the movie so they can get away with it. But like the general sound is very like, I only describe it as like flowery, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> like no, it's very I just that. like the guitar is very <sighs> yeah, and the way <laughs> it's he's really singing sweet. Is he's singing very... very sweetly, yeah. But the lyrics, you know, she's the boat in the sewer. She's the old man with manure, rocking all night like a drum, going back where she comes from. Like, I don't know what that means. I can't tell. <laughs> also I, as, I'm, I'm at a loss i got nothing as the resident um podcast teetotaler please verify for me because i assume this is not real <laughs> you can't get whiskey in a can right in a can this can of whiskey is one of the lines you can't get whiskey in a can can you i mean not unless you like pour it in there no i'm saying you can't like go to a liquor store like a liquor store no as as far as i know no it's as far as i know exclusively uh uh, bottled as it were but when he says whiskey in a can (laughs) i i really have the image of like just a hollowed out like can of beans that he's like poured some whiskey in (laughs) Yeah, this okay. What is one foot in the grave if not a hollowed out can of beans with whiskey poured in? Literally, like, like this album like has an odor to it whenever I listen to it. <laughs> well, it is it's what's up. You're like, I can smell this album. It is the Comsock album. Oh, what's that? What's that called? Like the, the wool that you like scrub shit with? Oh, god. Um, wool scrubber. Stainless steel wool. Steel wool, yeah. Yeah, steel wool. And also she about got that, that steel wool pussy. <laughs> I was about to say she got that steel wool coochie myself. Steel but wool coochie. You know what? That's I a think, lyric. I think the girl in this song probably has a steel wool coochie because, like, I, you know, she's the old man with manure. Um, She's, she's the, the guy in the sewer. Burns the night out when she goes away. Yeah, he's the old I, man with manure, can of whiskey, steel wool coochie. <laughs> like he could make it work. Oh, if anyone could make the phrase "steel wool coochie" work, it's back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, can of whiskey, big guitars on the wall, Cracker Jacks burn. And fall styrofoam in her hair. She's barely anywhere. I don't know what any of this means. I ain't even gonna pretend. Beck said, "Die, Whitey." You know, this is the second week that you brought up white genocide, I fu- I and I think it. we need to stop. That that's like kind of Beck news. I know we talked about it a while ago, but like neither me or Courtney live near a Dolby Cinema, so we couldn't go see the Scott Pilgrim like anniversary release. Shout out to Sean of Seltzercast and Kira of Zillennial Cannon. They got to go see it yesterday. I think Adam of Zillennial Cannon also went to go see it yesterday. So, and you know, good for them. It's not like he like run a back podcast or anything. (laughs) It it sucks that we couldn't, but we're really happy for our friends. Everybody looks like they had a really great time. I don't know what. I don't think Scott Pilgrim drinks seltzer. Um, what kind of seltzer do we think Scott Pilgrim would drink? 
Just like a room temperature beer, right? <laughs> Predator punch. <laughs> You're right. He already drank that. Scott Pilgrim is dating a high schooler. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'll tell you right now, for any, like, you know, Beck fans that, you know, listen to this pod, maybe because they love Scott Pilgrim or whatever, uh, if you idolize Scott Pilgrim, get the fuck out of here. You're watching the movie wrong. And I'd never say that about anything, but, like, you're watching. I would also argue on the other side of the (laughs) coin, if you idolize Ramona Flowers, you're also watching the movie wrong. There... (laughs) Not not to, you know, like bust open the seal of like how you should interpret a piece of media, no, especially like, one as frequently misread as Scott Pilgrim, but they're both kind of shady people. That's, that's kind of the point. Together. It's great. Knives yeah. run far away. Go live your life and knives have... go far away. You're far an away. amazing person. He does not deserve you. Yeah. She's the real MVP. Because <laughs> hopefully me and Courtney will be actually physically being in person you know soon ish mm-hmm. and not just outside of the recording booth which we're in right now <laughs> that we always meet in every week but we but, can never leave like we can't interact outside the recording booth. it's the rule of the podcast yeah, and we've got like a layer of plexiglass because like you know covid then we're both trying to be exactly. safe so we both have the vaccine yeah <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> what if when i like finally met you <laughs> I just run up to you and I just punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> and you look up and your hair's brown. And Noah says, he punched the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. I'll let you have that one. That's one of my favorite parts of that movie. It's such a good joke. <laughs> I want her. I want. You I know. hate knives getting punched in the face, obviously. No, but the joke, he punched the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> You know, I was trying... Here's what I'll say, too. A little facetious about that movie. She gets blue highlights in her hair very quickly, and she has, like, naturally black hair. I can't get blue into my hair, and I have naturally mid-toned brown hair. And maybe she bleached, but they didn't show her bleaching. And if she did, it would take more than one session to bleach that hair to be white. Not trying to point out plot holes. I'm just saying that I have been trying to get blue hair for six months now, and it's not worked at all. You you heard it here first, folks. The movie where being vegan literally gives you superpowers is more realistic than the act of knives <laughs> tying her hair blue. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, whiskey can can. <laughs> What I feel like I would like to see what the whiskey can can is like a dance like I don't know something just like to see Beck tell us. That's like you're just like falling all over the place because I don't know if that's that I don't know if that's intention or not and I don't know if it was like our fucked up Zoom connection or if this was actually it but like doesn't the song get like progressively more like off kilter like towards the end? I think so. Beck's like a little bit out of tune, like with instrumentation. And I thought that was implying that like he has been mad sipping his own can Ave bean cans Reagan. of whiskey. <laughs> I still can't get the image of a bean can full of whiskey, but there's like still one bean at the bottom and it floats to the top. Ooh. Exactly. Oh, you ever you ever have Dr. Pepper beans? 
Wait, are you like I I know that it sounds like a shit post, but are you talking about like baked beans that like with Dr. Pepper baked in? It's like I just saw somebody post a meme about the other day because this came out like years ago and I was the only person I knew that tried it. <laughs> but they posted me and everybody was like, this sounds like the most disgusting shit ever. And I had got it and tried it when it came out. It was literally something of baked beans that partnered with Dr. Pepper to make like a special like barbecue sauce with Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Cause like maybe it's like a Southern thing. I don't know. But like for a while, maybe you still can at Applebee's, you could get a similar thing. You could get a Dr. Pepper like steak or, or ribs. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper ribs where the barbecue sauce is like made with like Dr. Pepper or whatever. It's kind of like, you know, when people make like apple crumble or something and they use like Mountain Dew yeah. to make it or whatever, like, it's kind of similar, and I'm just saying it was really good. Dr. Pepper baked. I'm not against that. Like, I'm not. That makes sense to me. Like, that's not. I like I said. I know that inherently Dr. Pepper beans sounds like a shit post, but like Dr. Pepper like infused barbecue sauce on baked beans makes like perfect sense to me. Oh yeah, they're sweet and sussy. That was what it was. That's why they posted. Sweet and sassy, I looked it up. It's not sweet and sassy, listeners. (laughs) Okay, here's the real question. Has Beck played Among Us? (laughs) Here's the real question. Is Beck sus? (laughs) No, Beck would be the first one to get killed. He would not be the imposter. I have never played this game. I was going to say, let's show that neither me or Cordy have ever played Among Us. You You think think that I would? Do you think Bex played Among Us, Noah? Uh, I don't know. He has kids, right? He does have kids. Like, <laughs> he does have kids. Like 12 and, and 17? They probably play. Yeah. Noah says he thinks they probably play Among Us. His kids. The kids. Not necessarily <laughs> Bex. Not, not Bex. Okay. Listeners, do you play yeah, Among I Us? I literally have meant to play it for forever, but just never have. I like the Jackbox equivalent. That was such push- a great <laughs> listeners. Do you play Among Us? <laughs> I like the Jackbox equivalent called Push the Button because it's designed better. That's the T on that. <laughs> Do you really think so? You say that as someone who's never played Among Us, mind you. Okay, I'm talking about like Among Us. They look like hand-drawn little thingies, whereas like the Push the Button interface is like very stylized and interesting. Like, the Among Us creators have come out saying, like, we did not put the effort into this. We, like, should have, considering how big it's blown up. Like, they want to remake the game. Oh, well, yeah, but, like, doesn't mean that it doesn't have its own charm. Like, no, I it really does. Like, like, I'm just saying, I prefer the, pu- it's, I prefer the, the push, push the button. Push the button. Push the button. It's Jack. like the little isometric, like. I remember that. I remember... No, I honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I think the little, like, space people in Among Us, like, I think they're kind of cute with their little feet. I don't like that I've seen them, like, cheeked up Cor- online. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney's the advertiser brain here. She loves the fucking, like, corporate culture design. Okay. <laughs> I keep getting this ad for this app about, like, where you can learn about Bitcoin and get Bitcoin from it called Coinbase. We are not sponsored by them. Absolutely not. Um, No. But, like, it has that, like, corporate, like, look, but it's, like, the 2D. But this woman's titty is just so weird. It's, like, so weirdly hanging. 
Her titty? It's, uh, next time I get the ad on my Penguin game, I will screenshot it and send it to you. But like, <laughs> I cannot look game. away from the titty. It's so her weird. Her titty. Her titty. I gotta see that 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 <laughs> knocker. I love some good old fashioned hangers. <laughs> <laughs> some good old fashioned corporate vector hangers. <laughs> Oh man! Once once advertising has reached its peak, it's when I can fuck corporate advertising. <laughs> um, back. Will that stay in? Who knows? Back. <laughs> We're talking about all right. The next song we got from Beck is Among Us. I'm feeling a little sussy. <laughs> Um, why do we do this? Like, why do we have an entire episode that's just, like, FNAF-themed? Like, I feel like to all of our listeners who are younger than us are, like, these fucking cringe, like... Look at these boomers talking about the, the latest games. What? Zach, Zach's whipping and dabbing on air. That's fucking cringe, bro. Dude, Zach's pretty sussy right now. Zach's pretty cringe. Did Zach just reference Salt Bay in 2021? That's pretty cringe. <laughs> <laughs> that one really got court. <laughs> Why did Salt Bay happen? Because people are fucking. Listener, sound off. Why did Salt Bay become a thing? <laughs> Listener, sound off. <laughs> Tweet hashtag Salt Bay sussy yes. <laughs> You think Salt Bay is sussy? You remember <laughs> this? Wait, no, sorry. You finished. What? Oh no, I'm not. Like, you knew I had nothing left to say. You oh. go. This is more obscure than Salt Bay, but he was in oh, favor God. of Noah and I for a while. Do you remember Boy Boy West Coast? No fucking way. <laughs> you do? Of course I do. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass out. Like actually, hold on. You was at the club. Bottoms up. <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. <laughs> Can we watch it? I know we should be recording right now. Can we watch it? <laughs> Fuck it. We're doing it live. Everybody, we're watching. <laughs> boy, boy, West. <laughs> I'm crying. This okay? Yeah. Oh no, no! He made an official video for yeah for I think I watched it. I'm I not watching like. the official video. I just not, got got get the original one. Yeah. <sighs> Listeners, three minutes long, so I'm guessing it's just looping. It, but. The, these these people, me and Courtney, are referencing. <laughs> In case you don't know, are proof that just the internet will literally latch on to anything if it's like mildly attractive. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's enough. Boy, boy, whisk. I'm so glad you knew what I was talking about. Of course, I, I was literally. Known. How they fucked up know. is it that I was literally saying that to myself just the other day? It came up on a meme page again the other day, and I was like, wow, we're throwing it back. 
Um, listeners, sound off if you think that Beck should sample that audio clip in his next album. Yeah, if, if Beck should collab with Boy Boy West Coast. <laughs> Beck with a, is also a West Coast boy. With a music video featuring Salt Bay and Among Us. <laughs> salt, salt Bay throws salt on the little Among Us imposters and they dissolve like snails. <laughs> I hate this conversation. Um, I I hate it. Uh, Dead Melodies is from Mutations, and uh, <laughs> it certainly is. Why don't we talk about it? Um, Moving on. What? Who? 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 You an owl, motherfucker? What's who, going on? Who? 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 Who else here? Uh, really, just Mrs. Lola Bunny's big tits <laughs> i'm sorry I, I was watching a video on space jam this morning so of course i'm back what on my kind of video I, I was watching this grand conspiracy video about how space jam 2 is like not the movie that we were supposed to get and it's one of the best things ever watch it it's from super eyepatch wolf he's one of my favorite youtubers and it's one of his best videos i think i said in our group chat everybody should watch it nice <laughs> anyway dead melodies more like dead fucking podcast i'm ruining this shit <laughs> okay i found an intro i need to like skim it um but i found maybe a back talk back talk about mutations so stay tuned, just because. Oh. Um, I don't know if it's like proper back talk, back talk, but I do think it's something we can talk about in a second. But um, okay, so we've gotten Dead a few mutations songs before. I, I, I'll be transparent. This is not my favorite back album. I think it's nice. Like every time we listen to it, I'm pleased, but I never will just put it on. And I'm sorry, maybe I'm bad for that, but that's, I just feel like I should be honest with the listeners and not pretend. <laughs> no, I feel that. Like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's on that more like low key kind of spectrum I think about usually when I think of like Beck albums or whatever. But like, I don't know. This. <laughs> and it sounds like i'm copying the article you sent but this album really does kind of perplex me honestly yeah well because it's not quite as like blatantly devastatingly sad as a sea change moment and it's not as yeah. like bulky as like morning phase or a one foot in the grave and it, it i mean it's cool the like i know there's a lot of like brazilian influence in some of the songs and i think that's very interesting yeah but I don't know. It's just like low key to a point where I just kind of forget about it. I think it's also in such a weird little hole in between Odele and Midnight Vultures, two of his most like high energy albums. It just kind of gets forgotten. Yeah, which it doesn't have that same like really in your face kind of energy as those. So it's definitely uh, an odd one out for sure. I still like it. I mean, you know. When it comes on, I'm like, yeah, but similar Corey, like, I don't know if I necessarily put it on. But I like the song, because like I said, I know I've listened to it before, and I remember liking it as a very similar, or just a complimentary kind of chill vibe to 
whiskey can can. This one's less kind of like <laughs> boyish nineties boy, I guess, where yeah. it's more just kind of like regular chill. But like, I really liked it. I like the sound of it. It was very relaxing, and I I probably put it on again. You know. Lays on the ground Straight to your door Snakes have gone crazy tonight Winding their way out of sight Yeah, I agree. I think it, it reminds me a lot of um, one of the other mutation songs we covered, We Live Again. I think it has similar vibes to the mm-hmm. one that was about his grandpa's art, which I really liked that song. And I like this song as well. It's just, I think it comes down to the fact that like, I'm not going to seek it out, but if it comes up on shuffle, I'm certainly not going to turn it off. Um, and I think the right, lyrics yeah. are lovely. Like this is some classic Beck poetry, which, you know, coming off of the more kind of crazy lyrics of whiskey can can, I think it's nice. Um, where will you go when this day is over? A gambler's purse lays on the road straight to your door. The snakes have gone crazy tonight, winding their way out of sight. Like that's that's some good Beck imagery, and mm-hmm. it's kind of a sad song. It the, the the like the instrumentation isn't necessarily sad, but the lyrics are kind of mournful. Not you know in the same way that like a sea change or even a morning phase is. It's more just like I feel like coming to terms with the fact that like a part of your life is over or coming to an end and you know the use of like a game yeah, like, stuff like that yeah real life of like regret you know mm-hmm. like a laugh a joke a sentiment wasted like this is really like downer shit going on yeah here. so i don't know it, it, it's weird because like <clears throat> beck's kind of like oh sorry <clears throat> I don't know like he uh you know like we said before like he doesn't i feel like necessarily speak as characters but he can kind of just like roam the spectrum of like where he's like coming from and to me this one sounds from like it's coming from someone like way older than years than mm-hmm. beck was when he like did this like this sounds like i don't know fucking like tom waits on his deathbed not that ah. he's not the most awesome guy ever but <laughs> You know, like, no, but I know what you mean. I get that vibe yeah. for sure. So it's just it's just really interesting. I don't know, and because again, yeah, the song like isn't necessarily that down in terms of like the instrumentation. It is still very like breezy, you mm-hmm. know. So I I don't know, and maybe that's part of the sort of like mystique of this album. You know, like it's giving kind of just all kinds of different vibes. That's not you know super straightforwardly like oh this is like all sad or whatever yeah i i don't know i don't know the line who could disown themselves now is very haunting Ooh. uh and then the end the last verse engineers slow down this old train cinders and chaff laugh at the moon night birds will cackle rotting like apples on trees sending their dead melodies to me going back to your whole Tom waits on his deathbed uh, vibe. <laughs> Very much so. It's like a person coming to the end of their life, realizing yeah. they're fully alone. They don't have enough time to do anything about it, and just trying to come to terms with the fact that, like, it's all been for nothing. That's so sad. 
Well, even then, if we even want to take like a purely just like uh, I guess like cultural read of it, like mm-hmm. long black trains are like frequently used as symbols of like passing into death, you mm-hmm. know. So using that kind of imagery would support that similar kind of reading of like, oh, this is like the end. And for it seems just a tile, you know, obviously dead melodies sending their dead melodies to me, you know, like it's the very like plane of the afterlife kind of vibe. Yeah. Oof. That's a good one. But yeah, it's it's one of those tricky back ones where if you're not listening to the lyrics once again, you may be missing some hefty stuff because yeah you wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily just think listening to the the instruments on this one that that's what he was talking about well and even yeah like uh reading other like versions of it on whiskey clone mm-hmm. he makes a lot of references to shit like skeletons and mm-hmm. like dragging heels and stuff like that so it's even more of a kind of deceased feel yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I do like it. Maybe I will. Uh, maybe I'll become a mutations stanny as time goes on. I do. I did find more so than Beck. He has not played Dead Melodies since 2014. Apparently, eh, I don't blame him for that. Do you? No. Okay. Okay. Oh, Courtney's making a face. We're we're pivoting. So- What's up? If you're good to pivot, I don't need the song. I, I, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, for real. I so like both I, these songs. I found an article about mutations that Stereo Gum published, and we can talk about that in a second. It's not necessarily Backtalk, mm-hmm. Backtalk. I just think it's an album that Zach and I don't know as much about, so it would be interesting to use it as a jumping off point. However, yeah, yeah. there is a featured article on the side of the Stereo Gum article that I need you to see. Oh. Hold on, let me... <laughs> I'm not going to click on it because I don't want to know. Oh come on! This article, listeners, called... not not to talk about Saint Vincent again because we're done talking about her. But Saint Vincent told me to kill this video of her talking about farts. <sighs> Once again, Saint Vincent just suppressing the free press. You know, all they want to do is talk about her artistry, her musical talent and once again she's just stifling journalists call her fucking <laughs> fucking <laughs> Vince Jong Un I don't know what's <laughs> up mm. that one maybe Cor- that, that's Courtney's official rating of that joke <laughs> workshop that it. Um, that's okay but- they can't all be bangers. I can't remember. Do we like Stereo Gum or have they been mean before? I've lost track. I don't we, pitchfork. I've, I've gotten to the point where it feels like I hate all music journalists. I know, um, but I do want to read. I don't. I don't love this opening. Um, I feel like you this do that. Is... I'm reading the fart article. Okay, <laughs> report back, King. Um, I feel like this falls into some of the. Um, I'm. I'm starting to not even remember who wrote. I think it was Pitchfork maybe that wrote the um, um, multiple personality article. This is verging on that, but it's not as like clinical and 
offensive as that one was, but let me just read. It is a question that has vexed philosophers, by which I mean people who perhaps overthink popular music. First of all, that makes me want to gag. For 25 years now, who is the real Beck? Is Sad Beck the real Beck? Is Funky Beck the real Beck? Is Grammy-winning professional craftsman Beck the real Beck? Is hip-hop-addled junk culture vulture the real Beck? Is somewhat corny crowd-pleasing Beck the real Beck? Are all of them the real Beck? Are none of them the real Beck? Is there a real Beck? Beck is Beck is Beck. Sprechen Sie Deutsch, baby. Great. He's just Beck. Leave him alone. He's not the only artist in the world that changes. Um, but yeah, um, one thing I will say that I think I agree with, they say Mutations is the album that solidified the idea that Beck is prone to do whatever he wants. And I agree Mm. with that because most artists after putting out what's arguably like his most popular and successful album, Odalay, would not pivot to whatever Mutations is. Right, right. I don't think that's a normal career trajectory. I mean, nor is then pivoting to Midnight Vultures. And I think it just kind of set the stage for the fact that he wasn't just going to bow down and be the slacker thing that everyone wanted him to be. Uh, so they have a point there. And I think that that is, you know, if nothing else, something important about mutations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you read the fart article? Anything good? <laughs> I did. Uh, all it is is that apparently Dave Grohl did like a documentary or something like that. And there's an entire segment where he and St. Vincent talk about tour van farts. <laughs> Why did she want that not in there? That's great. I, I think that the, the, the person writing the article was just using like the new shits to like do that as the title like saint vincent told me to kill this video about tour van farts when like he's really just using that to like get people to see this dave Grohl thing about tour van farts <laughs> so that's all it is people music journalism is a curse can i that <laughs> what, what you said fits so perfectly with like the top comment for that article please read it <laughs> okay let's let it over that's okay it just says it's from i'll say the username because it's funny their name's baked beans <laughs> and they said if this pandemic doesn't kill me this press cycle will oh you know what baked beans you got a point <laughs> shout out to baked beans <laughs> anyways <laughs> So, um, Mutations. Uh, I didn't realize this. So there are no videos made for the album. And the only, like, promotion he did None? was uh, he went on Saturday Night Live for it. But um, it did when it won alternative music album at the Grammys. I knew that. Um, yeah. That's and then this person says, I get the sense that amongst critics and fans, Mutations is often amongst considered. Amongst us? Yes, amongst us. <laughs> <laughs> mutations is often considered Beck's dress rehearsal for his 2002 heartbreaker sea change trying sadness on for size before later going full desolation i don't think that this album is anywhere near as sad i think that like you could argue at the same time then that one foot is also 
like a tease into that territory because there's a lot of sad slower songs on it like yeah, and I, I just think we it's kind of do that we kind of talk about like you know again like different kind of phases and moods of Beck <laughs> there are many moods of Beck and it all depends on the occasion what am I referencing do you know what I'm referencing <laughs> no I kind of zoned out I'm sorry <laughs> that's okay that's 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 one of those you know those sound bites from movies you watch when you were a kid that just get wedged in your head so you can like always recall them anytime that's from Stuart Little <laughs> when he goes to the clothing store and he's trying on the little doll clothes. yes oh my I love Stuart he goes like Little. oh so because it's like a Ben doll and it's like oh so Ben can be like a a fireman or like a, a lifeguard is ah, ah there are many moods of Ben <laughs> And it all depends on the occasion. Oh my God. Wow. This is all coming back to me. <laughs> anyway, point being, I don't like viewing any Beck album as like a preparation for like yeah. another album, if that makes sense. I, I like to view them as distinct entities that can stand on their own and be taken in on their own merits. I, I get that. It's can be easy, you know, because Beck does have such a diverse discography. So, like, by lumping them and categorizing them and seeing them as like evolutionary stages, you know, that that can help. And you know, I'm sure there's more avid Beck scholars than us that know way more about Beck than we ever will. That probably do do that. That maybe do do that, but like, I I don't know. I personally don't. At least not as of right now. No, and I will give this article credit. It goes on to say, uh, which is the real Beck? But maybe that is the wrong question. Why should we think that writing songs about being horny and wanting to dance are any less valid than songs about <laughs> watching your relationship fall apart? Why are ruminations on why guilt is both comforting and self-defeating any more or less valid than ripping on pulp culture over the sickest drum break you can afford to sample? And like, that's, that is the thesis statement of being a Beck fan. That's pretty great. Not gonna um, lie. I like so that. yeah, good, this is a good article. We like you. Yeah. Stereo gum. This like, is good. Hey, you're you're in our favor, bottle bean. <laughs> I this I'm just gonna read this this paragraph too because it's funny. Is it possible that Beck knows when he sings in a strained falsetto about wanting to nail your sister, he knows he'll get a laugh, and that he knows when he sings in a resigned lower register about feeling unmoved, untouched, unglued, and cold brains, he knows he'll get a sigh of recognition from anyone that has ever felt sad and unmoored, which is to say, anyone. And he's a skillful enough performer that he knows how to hit both marks. Maybe it's all just a guise to him, or maybe Beck is telling you who he is every time he hits the microphone, and if he contradicts himself each time... He's telling you that he's the heartbroken kid and also the goofy dad and also the sex freak and also the guy worried about the end of the world and also the guy who just wants to make you dance. Then that's how we know we can believe him. The truest thing about Beck is that he is whoever you need him to be. He'll never give you all of himself, but he'll give you whatever you need. That's beautiful. And it's true. That's I actually like that a lot. I really, really emphasize empathize or is it sympathize turns out that i've been using them wrong apparently i looked that up the other day that so much for that fucking english degree uh sympathy is when you believe it person like you've experienced it personally empathy is when these when like you're like outside okay okay well then yeah i am sympathetic one of Mm -hmm. uh one of my favorite walt whitman quotes is uh you said it memorized do I contradict myself? 
Very well, then. I contradict myself. I am large. I contain multitudes. It's one of my favorite pieces of poetry. And I feel like it's very similar for Beck here. You know, like humans are complex. We're, we're not one set thing. We're lots of different things. And I think that Beck is an artist that really gets and understands that. So I really like that a lot. I agree. There's a lot of Beck boomers in these comments <laughs> that are just like, he's the best when he's sad, or he's the best when he did, like, Odalay's the best. This isn't a follow up to Odalay. Like, imagine how tired we are. Everybody's um, fucking arguing. <laughs> the, the girls are fighting. Um, no, this was good. Thank you, Michael Tedder. I'll say your name because we liked this article. Yeah, Congrats, thanks. Michael Tedder. You're good. You're good. Thanks, Michael Titters, for the great article. Don't call this man Michael Titters. <laughs> you know he got called that all throughout elementary school, in the yeah. middle school, perhaps high <laughs> by, school. By me. I was his playground bully. <laughs> I did that thing where I went back into the past just to bully this random music journalist. It's probably why he became a music journalist, because he was a fucking nerd in school. <laughs> what, really if you become, what if you become a music journalist? I become a music You're journalist. A writer. What if you like get a big break as like an album reviewer and then you're gonna have to eat your words? As a music journalist? Yeah. Then I'll be sure to reference you by name in my suicide note. <laughs> I feel like there's many reasons that I would be referenced in that note anyway. <laughs> Quick. 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 Courtney said this one thing about me on January 13th, 2021. I have like a whole a list. list of every she she censored my really great fat Albert joke on this. <laughs> that was the last straw. Everybody stream fat Albert. <laughs> Actually, don't. It's really hard to watch these days. I tried. That's like me being like stream American Beauty. Like, yes, I, I condone that that's a good movie, but like, I'm not going to tell people to go out of their way nowadays, you know? Every, everybody, everybody stream Hoodwinked. That's a good movie that has no baggage attached to it. Oh no, what's that? Oh no, it's, it's the Weinstein Brothers logo. It's coming in. Okay. Ah! That's just every movie that. That's uh, every movie. <laughs> like, you heard it here from Courtney first. No more Tarantino. <laughs> no. Although, I mean, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that because mm -hmm. I don't want to think about it. Um, oh, you can watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because they weren't involved. You get stuck with the worst Tarantino. Ugh. We're not getting into it. 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 <laughs> Courtney's making such a face. <laughs> I don't think it's his best. You know that, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm. Capping for it pretty hard if you don't think that. Mm. I like Glorious Bastards the best. And then probably Reservoir Dogs. I think you're a bastard. I am. He point, thinks point, a bastard. Okay? Point, point, point the camera at Noah. Point, point the I see his arm. Point it. What, Zach? Why do you, he just said to point the camera at you. 
No. He what can't do you, hear what, you. What do you think of this this image, Noah? What How's do you think you of this image? How does it make you feel? Like type of baked beans? Yeah. Not really baked beans. Yeah, Noah's not a baked beans <laughs> guy. That's one of the few foods that I like that he doesn't really like. It's kind of surprising. I honestly thought Noah would love beans. Okay, let's talk about this. Boomba Clyde. <laughs> oh, wait, we can't talk about this. So that's a video of Beck that's, in the cutest as of right now, As and, of right now, my favorite video on the internet. <laughs> and Jack Black singing um, what the fuck is that song called? It's The Doors. What is that song called? I'm blanking too. <laughs> the Doors Beck Jack Black um, song. <laughs> Touch me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Now touch me, babe. Yeah, okay. It's the one he sang in School of Rock. <laughs> it's a good song. Um, G, 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 touch me, baby. Da, da, da. Everybody, because I know it was popular, I'm going to ride this wave. Jack Black and School of Rock were just like really popular a few weeks ago because it's a great movie. Again, yeah. if you haven't watched it or if you haven't watched it in a while, definitely do. It's literally... <laughs> Like an amazing movie. Yeah. Honestly, Courtney would hear this, would love to hear this. I might like it more than Boyhood. <laughs> I would hope so. Can you believe it's the same guy? Yeah. I, I, I believe that all filmmakers should be able to have careers like Richard Linklater. I agree like with that. One minute you can have shit in the Criterion Collection and another you're making School of Rock. Like... I've said this before. <laughs> I'll say it again. I'm a Bernie defender. I love Bernie. It's one of my favorite. It's a great movie. Glitter films. When Jack Black is just belting "Love Lifted Me" in his car, of I just you listen love that. to that. I just listen to that like on my walks, just casually. Mm-hmm. I do. Where's the soundtrack on Spotify of Jack Black singing that? Uh, it's on if you look up love lifted me it is the second thing like there's a randy jackson version and then there's the jack black version i swear to god yes what yes (laughs) i swear to god i swear to god i will screen share my holy fucking shit on mine it's the top result (laughs) oh my god i wonder it probably is for me now yeah literally like that shit so fast i did not even know yeah no okay yeah it comes up I'm thinking of leaning on the lever at no, leaning on the everlasting arms. That's a Randy. There's a Randy Jackson that pops up first for that. That is so funny. It's a bop. I like you know me. Come on, you know. But anyway, this video of Back and Jack Black singing into bananas. It's very cute. I love that you cannot even hear Back because Jack Black is so loud. <laughs> yeah. What good for him? Their friendship just warms Beck, my Beck heart. Podcast. Like I'm, I'm Jack Black and Courtney's Beck. I'm just screaming so you can't even hear. Perhaps, but that's okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's yeah. I mean, that's not recent it. either. This has to be a few years old. But I don't know what they're doing or why they're doing it. But it's cute. We it it was posted recently. 
Oh, here, here's this. This is, um, oh yeah. Jane posted that. Thank you. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for posting. So I don't know. It was someone's birthday. There was a birthday party. Anyway, long story short, Beck and Kerwin Frost were hanging out and I think it's time for the Beck fandom. We have to let the Kerwin Frost live stream from last year go because look how cute they are. They look so happy together. Remember the whole thing where Beck didn't play that telethon? Oh, that was, he like Kerwin, running that? that was Kerwin Frost's telephone. I've never seen this guy. I, I feel awful for saying this. Feel free to cut this out. Yeah. I literally thought that was a black Josh Gad. I get it. <laughs> yeah, he's like a DJ. Kerwin dude. Frost. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, there's okay, this is totally off topic. Spaghetti boys. A, there is a great um video of um post morning crew and frost listening to fleet boxes that just oh like it's so good <laughs> I tweeted that video and I said, me and my Zoom Zooms in my office every day at one o'clock. <laughs> Not your Zooms. <laughs> I'm Post Malone and my Zoom Zooms are Kerwin Frost, obviously, because Post is singing the lyrics. Um, but anyway, I think these I are adorable I have not heard pictures. that song. I need to listen to it. it oh, really boy. Good. You need uh, uh, the shrine slash an argument. Um, by Fleet Foxes is a cultural reset. Reminder to Courtney that I've literally only listened to White Winter Hymnal. That's it. That's some bonk I really shit. like it. It's, it's, it's really a good, good song. It's a good song, but like, this is going to make me sound whiter than I even am, but like, the beat drops within some of these Fleet Foxes songs. No, I mean, Unmatched. sometimes <laughs> listening that just now made me want to get back on my like, indie music bullshit from like high school back when i was jamming to fucking danny dakota and the wishing well like fucking take me there <laughs> that's what i mean like it's also, comical but like i yeah. get why post malone is like yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i feel that way too also shout out to kerwin's Duckman shirt in that video yes. everybody watch Duckman. but Jason i think alexander's best thing other than seinfeld <laughs> I think these are cute pictures. I like that Beck's like trying to be all like, hee hee, I'm on the phone. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was actually on the phone. I'm trying to decipher that. Um, well, if he actually was, then Kerwin's just like pissing him off even more. <laughs> he like actually bad. fucking hates Kerwin's guts. He's got on the little acid watch, acid wash denim jacket from the gorillas video and the iconic uh, nose breaking photo. So. Oh, iconic love to see it um i'm trying to see if there's any other i just want to publicly shout out friend of the pod dylan <sighs> funniest thing funniest thing um friend of the pod Did dylan I that i need to he has been doing this thing in our discord where he keeps placing he got a few back albums from like a friend uh and he just keeps placing them in, a, in, in appliances like for we retweeted this one but for example uh, i said what's in my microwave and then he opened it and went, oh no, it's Beck Squero. And Beck Squero <laughs> was sitting in the microwave. And that's comedy, if you ask me. 
That's so funny. Wasn't his other one with mutations where he like went to his washing machine and mutations? Yeah, was I in think there. mutations was in the washing machine. <laughs> That's the funniest fucking thing. Um yeah, I'm just I'm looking through I'm literally looking through our Twitter to see if I missed anything, but I think that's about it. Just lots of pictures oh, of that. Back wearing sunglasses. He certainly loves them and that good for him. Um man, I love fleet boxes and I love Beck too. Collab Kings. Collab. I will listen to that one song. And then never listen to them again. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have actually been f- for a while wanting to make like a really comprehensive like uh, like indie music I used to love playlist. It was like, I don't know if other people do this. Spotify playlists stress me out because like whenever I make them, they always say when the date of them was made and it like sets my OCD on fire. So like I don't make a ton of playlists unless I like get a day with like all the right numbers in it. I can get that. <laughs> so, no, I can but, get that. So I just like dump them all at once and they're just like these massive playlists. Like I just finally well, actually no, it's probably not right. Well actually no. I finally made one of like a lot of Japanese music I like. I uh want to make a big rap one. And so yeah, I need to do an indie music one and I'll be sure to listen to Fleet Foxes when I do that. If Courtney has recommendations, of course, always you can send them to me. Always, listeners, do you like indie music? I bet you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was not a drag. It sounded like a drag. I don't do playlists either. I no. like go to my liked songs and listen to the same ten songs every week. That's why, yeah. I, like, I think for the past three that. weeks, when I've opened my Spotify, I'm listening to the fake song from the Righteous Gemstones, because it's just, like, my third most recently liked song, so I keep stopping on it. Um, <laughs> Reminder it that according to last year's Spotify totals, I was probably the person that listened to ELO's living thing more than any other person on planet Earth. <laughs> I think that's something to be proud of. Um, I'm, I'm pretty proud. Curious see what my i think blur is going to be my most played artist this year actually i mean it's only it's not you even have been blurring yet. it out this year blur's great as you should i, I yeah everyone stream um 13 for clear skin that's my favorite blur album i swear i saw oh yeah it was a it was a damon alburn like mean video it's actually like really cute but it was a funny video Fuck, I wish I could remember what it was. He says, like, uh, fuck, I can't even remember now. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to pour through my entire, like, watch history. It's some line from one of his songs where it's, like, staple people or, like, something like that. And it's, mm-hmm. like, him just saying it, like, over and over again at different concerts. But a lot of them are when he's, like, really young. He's, like, really cute. But he's, like, hi, Bob, hi, Bob. And it's, like, <laughs> It's really funny. I'm literally just saying nonsense right now. I will say Liam Gallagher's very upset about football today. We can just kind of pad out this episode. We should talk about Liam Gallagher. We have it in a second. I also want to say that that's okay. We were doing so good. He tweeted a line from um Wonderwall 12 hours ago. Again. Again. He tweeted a phone number. Um, we don't I think Deirdre maybe figured it out that it was like a, a, a newsletter sign up. Um something like that, yeah. 
Uh, he's using the C word left and right uh, on April 28th. Oh, yeah. So that was for you. Um, it's all yeah. football stuff. Come on. Footy. Yeah. Lots of I said maybes. And I love when he says football, crazy football, mad. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Liam Gallagher. We love him. I love him. Zach does not. Yes. <laughs> Does that care about sports? Sound off what you think in the comments below. This is a podcast. There are no comments. Oh, city dwell a successful fellow. That's what it was. Okay, yes. I enabled screen sharing if you want to. Yeah, I, you, are, you already know. Like, see, a lot of he actually is like really cute in him, but yeah. it's like really young Damon, not fucking homeless dumpster fire. <laughs> I think homeless dumpster fire has its own charm to it. I love. Okay. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Roast me. You called me me last week. What are you gonna say this week? If you, if you love bums, that's your own prerogative. Like bums, but, like you, but, no, but like as in homeless people. But if you do, that does mean that I can legally roast you as a bum fucker. I'm having lasagna for dinner. I feel like often I have lasagna on the days that we record these podcasts. Lasagna. You can follow us at Back to Back. <laughs> You know what I'm just thinking about again? I was at the club. Bottoms. You <laughs> were You was at the club. <laughs> now I'm gonna be thinking about that all day. <laughs> all day. It's game over. <laughs> um, if you don't want to be sussy, follow us on Twitter at no, no, no. And no. Instagram at Back to Back Podcast. If you don't follow us, no, we'll now we're cringe. <laughs> if you don't follow us, we won't know you're the imposter because we won't know that you exist. If but... you don't follow us, we'll know you're an imposter. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> what was that one thing that Jade said where it was like, mental illness is sussy? <laughs> Well, I like the um, I like the thing <laughs> Noah says the um, the, the what the scientific name of a pig. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, what the scientific name of a pig is that. I I do. I will you tell the I think will you I tell the class. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> the scientific name for pig is. <laughs> I think I showed you that video that one time. Yeah, which one? Oh, uh, yeah, I find it. It's like a minute long. <laughs> is it? A, it's an Among Us thing. It, it, it's something. Um. Anyway, yeah, definitely don't be saucy and follow us on social media. And if you want to be extra not saucy, please leave a review on. This is the <laughs> fucking worst. <laughs> this is so bad. Literally. We're going to lose subscriber. <laughs> this is the worst shit I've ever fucking heard. 
thank you for listening. Um, we love Beck. Maybe he'll Thanks do something so that we can talk about him. Honestly, I'm getting scared. Maybe he'll do something this is sussy. Episode 39. We're like almost 10 away from 50. I think maybe we oh should do we should do Nacho Libre for 50, gang. What do you think? Oh my god. We'll maybe, think about it. We'll yeah. talk about it. Um, we'll think about it, yeah. But yeah, thank you all for listening. We do want to do movie stuff. And honestly, I think doing a movie thing would be a good, like, one year thing. Yeah. Cool. I was going to say, I was, uh, <laughs> what if, what if we got our resident movie person? What if we got Kira and we watched the Rugrats movie? Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's a good one, too. Yeah. We have options. We'll discuss it. No, that's definitely, that's definitely, we could get Kira and Adam on the pod. Early listeners will know that we've talked about this for a while, but just have never actually done it because we're we're Our, awful at planning stuff. We're awful at getting guests. Where to everyone we've promised to come on, I promise you will be on eventually. We just we're always doing rough. Me and Courtney. It's true. I'm always like like in the night before we were supposed to record at like midnight. I'm like, can you record tomorrow? And we're all just like, oh, I've had such a rough week, but every week is rough. Yeah. Yeah. Last week was the longest week of my life, I think. Once again, if you don't want to be saucy, follow us on Twitter at Back to Back Podcast. Instagram at Podcast. And if you want to be extra non-sussy, follow Zach and underscore Chief on Twitter. I'm I'm gonna lose followers, like actually, because you said non-sussy, which I'm pretty sure no one except fucking like middle school teachers have said fucking the worst thing I've ever heard. Okay, what? Fucking by everybody. Last week you called me a landlord. This week I'm a middle school teacher. It's all true. <laughs> What's up, the sus? <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm ending it on that. That's it. Bye. everyone make sure you check out other podcasts within our podcasting family Zillennial canon where kira and adam discuss films on the millennial gen c cusp and how it shaped them as film fans aggressively okay where adam and joe cover all things pop culture and film seltzer cast where sean and agas explore the bubbly world of seltzer dan for life where nick and sometimes lauren interview a guest through the lens of the seminal text dan in real life moody's pod where nick and aaron take the classic Amanda show segment Moody's Point and break it down episode by episode. Dadcast, where Jillian and a guest sit down to review a movie your dad probably fell asleep to on the couch. The featured players, where Bram, Beth, and Brendan talk about the weekly status of Saturday Night Live's featured cast. And I Was Scared too, a horror movie podcast hosted by Kids Cinema and Mr. Movies, a.k.a. Fashion JZT, where they talk about all sorts of spooky, scary movies. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs>